back to Familiar Strangers one day post-Valentine's Day here in Hong Kong. Austin, you still got some time to make any last-ditch efforts to get lucky on this uh, Hallmark Love holiday. Yeah, that ain't happening. <laughs> Today we're going to talk about the importance of a pre-workout warm-up. Uh, what you and what you could do to effectively recover from a vigorous workout. Warm up is we important. A warm up's super important for a few different reasons. The first reason being that your body should never go into a workout cold and uh, and kind of stiff. Your joints are usually a little stiff, and whether you realize it or not, you're putting yourself at risk for an injury or and in, or just creating a problem that's not there already. So a warm-up kind of prevents that usually, and a warm-up is just great for a ton of different things. You you need to do it because your joints will thank you, and you'll realize that your workouts feel better too because uh, you're usually priming your muscles or you're doing a movement that uh, that's going to be similar anyway, and you're going to uh, see an increase in either uh, volume or, or load that you will be able to do and. A warm-up just helps so many different things, and it's too often overlooked, too often neglected. People uh, just jump into workouts, and that hurts me to watch because I know that their body is is not meant to do that. It's It needs to gradually increase and, and work up to a high intensity, so you have to. You have to warm up and and even a cool down is, is overlooked, but that's just as important. But we'll get into that a little later. Yeah, I think if, if you've ever if you've ever gotten hurt before, you realize how quickly it can happen and you really take for granted how how amazing your body feels and then that one little tweak instantly your workout's over. Mm-hmm. And it's in a warm up is such a simple thing that you can do to start and and help save and preserve how good your body feels. And it, it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be a thirty minute warm up. Uh, warm ups are very sim- they can be very simple, or depending on on how you like to do them, they can be a little bit longer, a little bit more intense. It all depends on what what type of activity you're going to do, and, and what how hard you're going to push yourself in that in that activity. I always tell I always yeah. tell kids, and you can relate to this. It's winter time in Michigan right now, so it's <laughs> cold as fuck. But I always relate it to an icicle hanging hanging off of off of the roof, and when it's really cold out, neg- below below zero degrees with negative twenty wind chill, like it probably is there right now. <laughs> when you touch that icicle, it instantly breaks off and falls straight to the ground. Whereas on a nice thirty five degree day, the sun will beat on it and it will slowly melt until it finally falls off. And I always would relate that to kids. It's your muscles are a lot like that. If you just jump straight into a physical, a vigorous physical activity, you're putting your muscles at a huge risk of injury for, for tearing, for straining, for, for your joints going through some pain that you, you really, really could avoid by, by doing a simple workout or a simple warm up. that is. So you really want to increase your heart rate. You want to go, you don't want to jump from a 60 beats per minute resting heart rate to 170 target heart rate. If you're going to do a cardio activity, you want to slowly increase that and work your way up. Your body's going to adjust. Your body temperature is going to increase and and it's going to start to prepare itself for, for activity. It's amazing what, what your body recognizes in a short amount of time when, when you do a warm up and you get ready and prepare yourself for a workout. Yeah, 
That's super true. Um, not only that, not even just the body side and, and getting your, your joints and your muscles and uh, your bones and everything ready. It's also your mind. Uh, doing a warm-up gets you in a very good mindset to start a workout. And uh, without a warm-up, you're just kind of going in there and and not even not even sweating yet or not even really in the right mindset maybe thinking about other things a warm-up kind of gets you thinking about a a workout and and what you want to do today and that's a huge thing it's it's going to boost your workouts I'm telling you don't neglect a warm-up just because you feel like you don't have time to do it or you feel like it's a stupid thing to do it it's it's definitely not it's going to benefit every aspect of the workout. So. That's what I that's what I really like too. It's that mental preparation for the the workout ahead that that you have. You're thinking about the exercises that you have planned that you're going to do and a workout or a warm up really allows you to recognize how your body's feeling before you just jump into doing something really really tough. You can feel like, "Oh, my my right shoulder's a little sore today. Like maybe I'm not going to hit this exercise as hard as I wanted to or I was planning to because I don't want to risk myself getting hurt. I have to go to work tomorrow. I don't I don't want to be limping to work tomorrow. <laughs> I don't want to be able to pick my arm up tomorrow. I want it that that warm up lets you recognize it before you jump in and just injure yourself. So that mental preparation and recognizing how your body's feeling prior to the workout, I think is really important and, and often neglected. I mean, before like this year, I didn't warm up um, super often. It was it was kind of a thing. I just like whatever. I'm gonna go in and, and start super light in a in a workout and and then work my way up, which I see a lot of people doing is probably going to the squat rack and and doing the bar. 10 or 15 times or or going to the bench and and doing it with little to no weight for you know 15 20 reps I, I i get that and and i feel like that's just like an old school style um of a warm-up but is it is a warm-up technically but also it's it's like you're just doing you're just going into that workout and and warming up like that you're you've only warmed up a certain muscle group or a certain area of your body I always recommend doing a, a pretty general full body warm up every time. You can do the same one every time, or or you can do it depending on what day it is. If it's if it's chest day, maybe you're um, priming the the muscles in your chest to get ready to use those muscles, and and you'll find yourself better able to to connect with the muscle. Like say you wanted to do squats, or you really wanted to work the the hamstring glute area and right before you do that you uh, do donkey kicks or you work with the resistance band to really turn on those muscles and you'll just see an increase in in the volume you can do and you'll see an increase in the workout as a whole so a workout or a warm-up is is so many different things there's so many ways to do it what is what's your go-to warm-up Josh well when I really started, when I really started working out harder, I realized how how important a, a warm up was, in terms of for my range of motion as well. When I would, if I didn't warm up very well, and say I, I hopped on the bench and started benching, and I had soreness in my elbows and my shoulders especially, so I was like, this isn't, this is not how I want my shoulders to feel. Like my shoulders are, 
that's a really uh, that's a really vulnerable joint as is. So mm-hmm. it's like, what am I doing to prep those for this exercise? And realizing that I that I could easily increase my range of motion b- before I even started a lift by doing a warm up was important. So I always I always try to get a sweat break a sweat as as soon as I get to the gym. So I always my warm ups are really intense. Uh, depending on the time, depending on the amount of time I have, sometimes my warm-ups are 20 minutes, uh, which is a long time, 20, 30 minutes, but I use my warm-ups. I, I have used my warm-ups to get better at a lot of different exercises. So I always like to do a full body, a full body warm-up. So I would, I pick four or five exercises or dynamic stretches to do before my workout. And if you don't know what a dynamic stretch is, it, it is essentially, Rather than sitting and just reaching for your toes or putting your arm across your chest, those classic PE stretches that are static stretches that are actually quite terrible for you when you are cold, when your muscles are cold and not warm, mm-hmm. uh, I try to do some more dynamic things. So I'm looking, I'm trying to to move and get a little stretch at the same time and increase that range of motion. But I know, like... Like I said, I like to use that as a time to improve things. So push-ups are a great body weight exercise. They're great for warming up your chest, great for stretching, great for your shoulder health. And I always, always do push-ups before I do any chest exercises. And now I went from being terrible at push-ups and hating them to it's probably my one of my top favorite exercises. So I do a lot of a lot of body weight exercises. Like you said, you could do if you're gonna work. You know, you're gonna work hamstrings and glutes. You can do donkey kicks. If I know that I have legs, that if I'm gonna do legs, you better bet believe I'm gonna do, be doing some squats and some lunges and some jumping some rope and doing some calf some calf work before I even go into a heavy workout because I want them to feel warm. I want them to feel ready to work with that heavy load that you're talking about and. Over the course of time, sometimes your work people might argue, "Oh, your warm up will then burn you out for your workout." I never really experienced that. Every time I, most times that I did that, I always felt stronger when I would get to the bench, or I'd feel stronger when I would step under the squat rack because my my muscles are ready to fire at maximum capacity right away. You know, and they're not yeah. they're not cold. They've just gone through a little workout, but I didn't wear them out to the point where I don't feel like I can I can still get after it in my workout yeah i think push-ups are, are a great thing uh for any upper body movement um it's just gonna warm up pretty much every every joint your shoulders your elbows your your wrists um and then you're also working your chest muscles it's that's a great way to to uh warm up for an upper body day uh there's so many other things you can do too let's say that um it's a upper body arm chest day you can always do um, movements on the ground that are going to benefit you this is where um, when we were talking about yoga the other day this is where I've really tried to incorporate um, a little bit of my yoga practice into uh, a workout is is starting off in a doing push-ups or in a push-up position and I'll work my way into a downward dog or uh, different positions like that that are just just warming up different parts of of your muscles and your joints and 
it's just a great way to uh, get warmed up. So I know they have videos out there that are 5-10 minute yoga uh, warm up exercise videos and there's so many other tools like that out there that you could use. There's a ton of videos on YouTube for um, how to prime a muscle, which is what we were talking about, and just kind of getting it ready and because you know you're going to use it. Personally, my warm-ups almost always consist of uh, jumping a jump rope or jumping jacks, um, something like that that really gets your whole body moving and, and gets your heart rate up at the same time because I feel that is so important to to gradually increase your heart rate and not just jump from one extreme to the next. It's it's going to be more beneficial than getting on the <clears throat> getting on the treadmill and, and walking and not that that's not a bad warm up, but if you have more limited time, jump rope and, and jumping jacks and and more movements like that, that that'll be good. That'll, that's a very easy, quicker way to warm up. So. Yeah, this COVID this COVID lockdown has really these these lockdowns and at home workouts have really it's 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 been interesting because I've appreciated how much it's changed my workout styles and changed up my regular routine. Mm-hmm. But like I do it, I do usually like a five, 10 minute yoga warm up as well. And before I work out at home, whereas if I'm at the gym, I'm usually not doing yoga before, before I get into a workout, I'm, I'm going to try to do like the row machine or the skier machine or I hop on the bike and I'm doing some light exercising before before I get into into that workout, but I've really appreciated that part of the at home workouts. Is I do a lot more like little five ten minute yogas that make me build that, build some heat, as a yogi would say, build that heat and mm-hmm. and really get my joints my joints a lot more primed and ready to move. And I, I really like that. I know you also you also used to do a lot of like resistance band stretching, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, that's a, a great thing too. Is um, let's say it's, it's arm day, do some, uh, resistance band pull aparts, um, uh, which is simply just holding the resistance bands in, in both hands and pulling your, uh, arms opposite ways. Uh, you can do a ton of different stretches with a resistance band that are beneficial. And, uh, I like to show clients that I like to show them how to use a resistance band to, to stretch. And, um, it's just a, another great little tool and, that you can use. So one thing I wanted to ask you about was, uh, what are your thoughts on, on like using uh, pre-workout or, or a supplement to like that to kind of jump start a, a workout or make it more intense. Small history about myself. You know this about me, but I I went from using like no supplements to kind of implementing some supplements. Uh, I never took pre-workout before until probably maybe two years ago and I took it and I was like, wow, this shit is amazing. <laughs> the hell of a drug. Take it 10 minutes, get to, yeah, get to the gym and it feels like you could run through the wall. Uh, but I had some bad experiences with pre-workout also where, because I like to, I incorporate a lot of cardio in my workouts like I noticed at times I would have like chest pains and just didn't feel felt like I'd lose my breath a little bit quicker than I than I would if I didn't use it. Yeah. So I'm not a huge fan of pre workout. I haven't done a lot of research on it. I know like our my friend, your friend, Kurt's friend Brandon, who's a doctor, 
when I told him I was taking pre-workout, he was very angry with me. He's like, you don't need that shit. Why, why are you putting your body through that, that stress on your heart? Uh, because it's pretty much just nitrous oxide, right? That's what the main ingredient in pre-workout. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of different, uh, ingredients in different brands. Most, most incorporate, um, like beta alanine and, and, um, amino acids like that, that, that help, uh, open veins to allow more, um, oxygen to flow through your blood pretty much. I mean, most do incorporate that and most have caffeine in them also. Yeah. It worked. It worked wonders. It was one of my favorite things. I always told you I like to do that when, especially when I worked out at night. I'd take the pre workout special. Yeah. Take that. Uh, take my pre workout ten minutes before. Take a couple tokes and go to the weight room and <laughs> and just have a great night for by myself inside my headphones and <laughs> in an empty weight room by myself. But uh, once I quit using it, I and then I took it again and I felt how lightheaded I was and and how I, and. And how I felt, I just didn't, I didn't like it anymore. I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't need this to get, <laughs> to get pumped to go to the weight room anymore. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, it's not my thing. I know some people love it, but it's just, it's not something that I really enjoy pre-workout that is. I don't really enjoy using it. I'd rather just take some BCAAs, some branch chain amino acids, like with me to my workout and be drinking that while I'm working out. Or I have a couple cup of coffee, couple cups of coffee before I go work out and yeah, get that a, little caffeine rush. That's it's a great a way little, to do it's it. It's pretty similar. Yeah, that's a great way to do it. If if you don't feel like taking uh, pre workout and let's say you're a little bit tired and and just don't really have the that drive to hit a good workout today, like uh, a cup of coffee uh, before the gym is is what I would recommend if if that's what you have to do. Um, if you're relying on pre-workout and, and stimulants like that to get pumped and, and have a good workout, then uh, you're never gonna you're never gonna want to go to the gym without it. And I just don't think that's a good habit to get in. Your your body's gonna thank you if you don't use them because, like you said, uh, your your heart rate goes up fast. Um, I've experienced a lot of anxiety taking. Um, too much pre-workout. Uh, there's just there's a lot of uh, things that bad side effects that can come with it. Yeah, I felt like I was a drug addict when I first started using. I was like, wow, this shit's amazing. I've never had workouts <laughs> like this where I'm just so juiced when I get to the weight room. But Let then, me like, check after this into while, my veins. I remember one. Yeah, yeah, I was riding my bike home one time and my chest was just hurting and like I had times where I was like lightheaded when I got there and I'm like. Yeah, I don't need this. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need this to get me to get me going anymore. Like this is not good that I was, you know, I was kind of relying on that like for my workout. I need this to I need this to have a good workout. Like <laughs> fuck no you don't. You need to you need to conquer those demons inside your head without using some sort of crutch that makes you believe you're you're working out harder than you can. You yeah. can do that. That's within you. That's inside you all the time. Exactly. Exactly. And um like that's where it's going to come back to doing a warm-up. A warm-up is essentially doing the same thing that pre-workout is doing, but in a lot healthier and, and better manner. So always warm up and yeah, and don't rely on, on stimulants to to push you into a workout. It's, it's not a great way to do it, and in the long run, your body will thank you. 
Yeah, and that mental preparation. I think when I'm when I get a good warm up in, I I find like I know a lot of like mixed martial artists and like people that do yoga. They talk about being in the flow state, like where you just really get into the zone and and you feel like everything is flowing and nice and easy and and it's really fluid. I feel like a good warm up. That's what I that's what I like about it. It's like it gets me. I always have my routine. I have it in my head or I have it written down exactly what exercises I'm doing to warm up what body areas and I feel like I can achieve somewhat of like kind of that workout flow state where it's like okay now I'm in that now I'm in the groove I'm in a rhythm my body feels good I'm ready for my workout but if I just jump into it I kind of I feel like if I jump into a workout without a warm-up I've burn out quicker Mm -hmm. you know I'm just like kind of I I wear out faster I get less motivated quicker Whereas if I have a nice warm up and I increase that body temperature and that that heart rate, I feel a lot better throughout my whole workout, a lot stronger throughout my whole workout. And like I said, I always like to use it to improve stuff that I suck at. Mm -hmm. I couldn't do pull ups five years ago, six years ago. I could do three pull ups. And I started incorporating pull-ups into my warm-up. It was always the last exercise of my warm-up. So I would I would plan I plan like you've seen it. I plan like a small circuit. So I have like I'm gonna jump rope a hundred times. So there's some cardio using using my shoulders, loosening that shoulder joints up a little bit, getting my legs going, increasing that heart rate, but not to the point where I'm where I'm dying because I go from 60 to 160. It's just nice, easy, a nice easy pace hit my hit my uh jump rope then I usually would do some push-ups and I I started off doing 12 push-ups so I'd do five sets of 12 that's what I started out as and then over the course of time now when I do push-ups in my warm-ups I do five sets of 25 how many Just how many push-ups do you think you could you could rattle off in a row I know we had a push-up if challenge at one time I forgot how many we got to. I think it was like... If I just tried my best when I was warmed up a little bit? Yeah, yeah. That, like... Perfect perfect form, or are we going to sacrifice form a little bit? Um, Yeah, I mean, you have pretty good form, so I would I would say yes. Pretty, like, a decent form uh, throughout. Yeah, yeah. Maybe not full. Maybe not a full extension on the top. Uh, I don't know. I could probably rattle off 80. Really? Yeah, we'll have, we'll have to do that. that. We'll have to do that soon. See how many we can get in a row. I feel like yeah, you yeah. could do a good amount. And then I also I was thinking of doing that um with like pull-ups too just because we both have increased our our pull-up Ooh. game so much. <laughs> yeah, that's what pull-ups were always at the end of my end of my warm-up and I like I was starting to say I could only do 3 5 or 6 years ago. I remember when I first started uh, I was working out with Brandon, and we went in the weight room at 6 a.m. because that's that's that was his workout time. So I went there with him, and I remember the first time I hopped on the pull-up bar, and it was the honestly probably the first time I'd done pull-ups in years then. And it, I thought I thought I was gonna throw up. It hurt so bad. <laughs> that's <laughs> a three. that's a hard I, workout. A pull-up. And just, so. Yeah, and he just kept telling me, he's like, "I'm gonna help you." He's like, "I'm gonna help you. I'm gonna help you as much as you need." He's like, it's not a big deal. You got to get, you're going to get better at these. You're going to thank me for it later. And now, yeah, I mean, I went from doing like sets of five to doing sets of five with resistance bands to increase, to get up to five sets of five. So I could do 25 pull-ups for my warm-up. Now, if I went to the gym, I'm going to do 10, 10 or 12 
reps, sets of five. I could probably rattle off 25, 25 to 30 pull-ups now. Yeah. In a row, which is a lot, which in some standards, it's not like a ton, but like from where I started to where I've gotten in pull-ups and push-ups, it's made me so much stronger in all my lifts. Oh, and so increased much. increased everything. And it was part of my warm-up. It's just part of my warm-up. Like every time I go to work out, I'm hitting push-ups, I'm hitting pull-ups as part of my warm-up. It's just a good body weight. They're good body weight exercises if you're doing them with good form. My shoulders, my shoulders would get nice and loose. My chest would get nice and loose. My back feels really good. Mm-hmm. It's just a great, a great full body, uh, nearly full body, not quite full body, but it's a, a great full body experience and workout to, to get yourself going and get stronger. Yeah, I definitely agree. I feel when I do pull-ups uh, before like a back shoulder day or or anything like that, I I feel the muscles when I'm working out, when I'm doing a, a row or or um, a lat pull down, anything like that. If I do some pull-ups beforehand and, and really get those muscles ready, I feel like I, I can really actually feel it in, in those muscles that you're supposed to, whereas if I just went in cold and or didn't warm that area up very well, like it's kind of hard to um, connect with that muscle and and really feel it uh, contracting. So, I love pull ups. I think that's yeah. a, that's a great thing. That's a great way to do it. Is is really warm up and and incorporate that towards the end because it is um, a, a movement that it's going to put some strain on on your shoulders and and it's going to oh, work yeah, your arms and back. So don't have a yeah. If you're not if you if you're not really uh, well versed in them, they can put a ton of strain on your your rotator cuffs and your shoulders and you really have to, your form is really important when you're doing them, especially if you're, if you're not super strong, uh, in pull-ups. Yeah. So you have to be a little bit careful that hurting yourself there. That's why I always kept it to, I always had it at the, the end of my warm up. So it was a, if it was my fit, it'd be like my fifth exercise. So at that point I've done push-ups. I've probably done a few exercises to get my shoulders primed and ready for that too. Yeah, no, that's a and great warm-ups, way. Warm-ups, warm-ups are for everything, too. I, wouldn't you say, like, we're talking about it specifically in terms of weight training, but if I'm going to do cardio, I'm not just going to go out and start sprinting right away. These hamstrings aren't quite as young as they used to be. <laughs> I can't just go out into a full sprint without without the risk of pulling, doing the old man, <laughs> pulling up lame on the hamstring. So it's like, even if I'm going to do cardio, I'm going to start – walking into a slow jog and then then I'm gonna get once I start to feel warm starting to break that sweat now I can pick up my pace a little bit and I think anybody that runs a lot will tell you that's super important they just don't step out the door and instantly go go into a sprint like right now when I when I do if I go to the peak in the morning which I've sent you that workout yeah before when I go mornings and if I'm gonna run as part of it it's, I walk the first half mile, you know, it's like I'm going uphill, I'm walking some stairs, I'm getting, getting warmed up, waking up, getting my heart rate up. And then I, then I'm going to get into a slow jog. And then when I'm getting to those high peaks, I'm, my body's, my body's well ready for it. Yeah. And same thing, like when we play basketball, I don't, That's what my I was first bring game up. of basketball is always, it's always slow. It's always slow. When I, when I played here, I've had some people get mad at me because, you know, you got to win to stay on the court and they'll have been there for an hour or two playing and I'll jump in, you know, it's my turn on. And you'd be like, come on, why aren't you playing hard? It's like, 
because I there I haven't I haven't gotten warmed up. Mm-hmm. I just kind of got here and got into a game. I need some time to to just get warm first before I just go hard. Yeah, I'm not this gonna injure myself and not, pick up basketball. Exactly. I'm not getting hurt because of this shit. Yeah, that's the thing. I see when, like today, when I open the gym and um, play basketball, I see people just coming in and in the first game they're going balls to the wall and haven't barely done anything yet all day except maybe throw up a couple shots. It's like, man, I I just can't do that anymore. I have to stretch a little and, and get moving and whether it's like some high knees or some butt kickers or doing the dots in the gym. I like to use the dots and the ladders. Those are a really great way to warm up. Also, uh, just doing things like that before any sport, whether it's basketball or or volleyball or um, baseball, softball, all those sports, you really need to warm up, and and you'll thank yourself. Your body's gonna thank you because you're you just have a lot less chance of injury, and you're you're gonna perform better if you are already warmed up. So. Don't neglect it. I think we've uh, I think we've beat a dead horse here. So yeah, skip and and I think one of the things in terms of uh, warm up, skip the static stretching for sure. We agree on that. I don't know necessarily skip it, but like you said, you have to be warm for static stretching to be beneficial. Yeah. So if I'm warming up a client, yes, true. I I always warm them up with um some jumping jacks usually, and uh, and then I do a couple static stretches just to I don't know just to yeah. get them to think about their their muscles and their and different things in their body yeah and... yeah I guess I should I should phrase that differently not necessarily skip at all just don't expect uh don't expect to have a good warm-up by just going and doing some static stretches only yeah but I am a huge proponent of and kids kids always were confused when they would take my PE class because we do a lot of dynamic stretching to start and then we would do static stretching at the end. Yeah. So at the end of class, we might spend the last five minutes doing some static stretching. And static stretching after post-workout for cool down and recovery for me has uh, changed my life in terms of my flexibility. Yeah, that's the that's the time to do it. Uh, so on that note, you want to kind of get into a, a cool down and, and what that should consist of and the different types of cool downs. Yeah, so a cool down is really important because number one, it gives your it allows your heart to recover back to a normal rate. So if you if you just go from balls to the wall to quitting working out, like you might you might have some adverse effects. You might feel lightheaded. Uh, this is where some people might pass out. You know, in an extreme case, it's just not good for your good for your heart to just completely go from. Just like it's not healthy for it to go from resting to a target range, you don't want to go from target back to resting instantly and just going to sitting on the couch and and doing nothing. You wanna you wanna cool down, and this will help everything. This will help your muscles. You wanna help your muscles recover. You wanna increase your flexibility, range of motion, and it's also like for me, my my cool down is is something I really enjoy as a time to reflect. It's it's almost meditative. It's a time to reflect as I'm as I'm getting a nice static stretch. I can kind of set my intentions for the day, set my intentions for the week, or some of the goals that I want to achieve that day, or or at some point in the near future. And it also allows you to understand more about your body and the work that you just put it through. So, what are what are some things that you would do for a cool down? 
Uh, a cool down for me usually consists of um, just like you said, kind of getting in, into a right mind state and doing some uh, yoga stretches. Uh, definitely more more static stretches too, because I feel like that is the most beneficial time to do them is after you've just put in that work and your muscles are are warm and then you can stretch and you can really feel the muscles that you worked and, and what's kind of tight and um, maybe what you need to work on and range of motion wise to get better. That's that's definitely one thing I like to do. Uh, I also like to go on and, and walk a little on the treadmill, uh, usually at a slower at a s- slower pace and just kind of cool down. I, uh, I definitely neglected to cool down for a long time. I just have more recently been incorporating them and I've just found that it's it's a lot better for you to go and, and cool down a little bit before you leave the gym or like you said before you go sit where have you where have you seen big where have you seen the biggest impact in terms of like a warm-up or a cool down and specifically a cool down where have you seen the biggest impact on your body like what what type of aspect have you seen the biggest impact from a cool down i would say mood and explosiveness honestly i like that yeah i just feel like once I work out and, and like you said, kind of reflect on it and, and think about what I just did and, and the hard work I just put my body through, it, it usually puts me in a good mood. And, and for the explosiveness part, I feel like since I just worked those muscles and now I'm cooling them down and, and stretching them and getting probably the deepest stretch I've got in all day, I just feel like it's helped me in so many different ways. Like in, in basketball, I feel faster than I ever have before and I feel um, more loose I guess the right word is I I just I feel better overall what would you say uh, a cool down can help I think my flexibility my flexibility is the best it's ever been and it's nothing to marvel at I'm not I'm not a rubber band I can't do crazy stretches but I was so unflexible I it's terrible Mm-hmm. terrible and how far I've come in my flexibility just from incorporating that in my cool down and also also attesting to yoga too that's that's how I've increased a lot of flexibility but I do a lot of yoga as a cool down too but I think the number one thing I've seen <coughs> is the decreased muscle soreness I've had a lot less muscle soreness and by increasing my flexibility and doing that in a cool down after I've just worked a muscle vigorously if I if I focus you know, 10, 20 minutes, five, 10 minutes on stretching that area and then doing it again the next day, I have had so much less soreness and I feel like I can recover a lot faster because of it. Yeah, it's a great point. It helps the, uh, the delayed onset muscle soreness that, that comes with, uh, resistance training and and cardio. It can really honestly take it pretty much away when you say it, it's, it it can almost eliminate it. Over the course of time when you're, yeah, over the course of time when you're when you have worked with your muscles enough and they're used to being worked really hard. Like for me to get sore, I have to go extremely hard and then neglect stretching them because if I usually the the delayed muscle soreness is is usually 2 days post workout when you get that you get that real tightness and that real touch the to the touch it's really sore, but if I'm stretching if I'm stretching 
post-workout after that, the amount of soreness is decreased substantially. I still might feel a little tighter, a little sore, but not nearly to the to the extent I would when I would just no warm up workout, no cool down, wake up two days later after a squat day and you can't even sit down on the <laughs> toilet. You just fall down onto the toilet, just kind of plop down onto it. <laughs> <laughs> I've been there before. Uh. <laughs> that was how you always know you got a good leg day to- though too. So <laughs> Yeah, definitely. But uh, I mean, most people don't want to feel like that. So that's what a cool down is, is going to help you with is not be so damn stiff and and help you move around better yeah i i agree though in terms of feeling the best that you've ever felt playing like impact high impact sports like basketball like i've never i have never felt that good on the court in terms of my flexibility in my ankles my flexibility in in my lower half and just feeling com- really comfortable in my body yeah that's because a good I way to explain it i've helped train it to to be more flexible and, and to have more range of motion and those small little injuries that I maybe would have faced when I was younger are I'm at a much lower risk because of being proactive after a workout and, and getting some getting a nice cool down stretch. Yeah, definitely. Um getting into a a little bit different side of a cool down um is the recovery aspect. Um, recovery is super important for a few reasons. It's it's going to be what your body uses to um, to repair the broken muscles that you just caused. It's going to uh, refuel your body to give you the energy that you just lost. And there's so many uh, different aspects to recovery. And there's so many. Um, supplements marketed for it too it's it's one of those things that you see all over especially when you're somebody that's in in health and fitness i feel like all the ads i i get um my timeline are freaking recovery some sort of recovery product or (laughs) something like that along those lines and it's just like supplements are great but also going home and and eating a really balanced meal with a high protein and and some carbs because you, your body is going to use carbs to refuel mostly anyway, and and some fats. It's that's the best way to do it is, is go home and eat a well well balanced meal and uh, thank your body for for the work that it just put in and and feed it well and refuel it. Yeah, for sure, definitely. There's a lot of different supplements on the market that you can take, and it's really hard to know like what you should and shouldn't take and what brands you should and shouldn't take but there's a lot of research out there now it's a lot it's a lot more transparent you can see a lot of the ingredients that they're using and with with just a little bit of research you can figure out what's a reputable brand or like you can talk to somebody like you or me and and ask like hey what's a what's a brand that you use that you really like it's a clean brand Mm -hmm. Uh, I think one thing I didn't take when I was working out, I know you helped talk me into this, but I never took, I never supplemented protein. And since I've started supplementing protein, high, you know, high quality, clean protein, uh, I've seen so much more muscle growth and mass growth because of that. Uh, and it's something that I incorporate most every day in, in my diet now, just because 
you know, at lunch, I'm usually not eating a high protein meal at breakfast. I eat a, I eat my smoothie. I drink my smoothie. So there I get a high protein breakfast and kind of lunch. I don't really eat much protein. And sometimes at dinner, I don't get a ton of protein depending on the day. So it's something that I use to supplement post-workout and really helps me with growth and that soreness aspect as well. Yeah. Protein is, uh, if I had to recommend just one one supplement for people to use, it's almost always protein. Pretty much everybody lacks in protein. Um, very few, very, very seldomly do people eat too much protein. That's that's almost... Uh, as a unicorn in the in the fitness world, most people are way too low. <clears throat> so that's definitely one thing I recommend is is uh, at least supplementing some type of uh, good clean um, protein, whether it's whey or or soy or casein or there's so many other different types of protein out there. If you're um, dairy, if you're lactose intolerant or can't have dairy, they have version they have products that are out there that you can uh, have. I know you have some issues with whey, Josh, and you use pretty much um, isolate, don't you? Whey isolate and and don't have many issues with it. <clears throat> yeah, it, de- it depends on the, it depends on how I'm feeling. Sometimes they have some really good fucking whey protein flavor, so <laughs> I can't help but uh, get that, get some of it. Uh <laughs> But usually, yeah, I go for iso protein or sometimes plant-based protein just because I feel like sometimes the way will – it just makes me feel bloated and a little bit gassy. So yeah, I'll avoid it and, and use isoprotein or plant protein, and I don't have that, that adverse effect either. Yeah. I was going to tell you, I think – uh, one misconception about protein is that like it makes you fat. I think we can, <laughs> you could, if you've ever watched Mean Girls and you think of Regina George just stuffing all those fucking protein bars down her <laughs> down her throat in that movie, it really gave protein like a really bad rap in terms of for kids like in my generation that yeah. watched that movie. Yeah, but it, I mean, <laughs> she just if you there. if you do absolutely nothing and and eat a lot of protein, yeah, obviously you you probably will gain some weight, but. Um, if you're active and, and doing things and you need to repair your muscles, the protein is, is a necessity. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, she, she ate a lot of protein bars all the time and she couldn't figure out why she was getting so fat. And I think <laughs> it just gave protein a really bad rap. It was like, no, that's not, that's not actually, that's not actually what will happen if you, if you're using it as a supplement post-workout, uh, versus like, you know. And some of those, some of these protein bars, you you have to be careful too because they have so much sugar. So you have to be really careful too, and be and be uh, aware of what the ingredients are, so that you're not eating a candy bar. Yeah. You know, you wanna you want a protein that is going to help help recover, not uh not have adverse effects of what you just tried to work what you just tried to work off. Yeah, exactly. Um, I use I like to make really tasty. Um, protein shakes and Josh knows <laughs> Josh knows uh, that a protein shake is pretty much my motivation to to work out hard in most days it's it's a great thing to to look forward to at the end of a workout um, you can use it as that kind of just a, a motivating factor like oh I'm gonna make a really good tasting protein shake that is the consistency of ice cream and 
I'm freaking slamming after I get yeah, home. Yeah, sometimes your protein, sometimes your protein shakes are absurd. <laughs> <laughs> they've uh, they've gotten. I feel like every couple months I add a new <laughs> ingredient to my shakes. Like right now, it's it's. What's your? Um, ice, like yeah, two hand, two handfuls of spinach, and then I uh, I've recently switched uh, almond milk for soy milk, so I get some protein with the milk. Um, and then I, uh, I bought uh, peanut butter powder recently, so I throw a, a teaspoon of that or, or two in, and then I have my protein and, uh, oh, and, uh, vanilla Greek yogurt goes in there also. So, I mean, yeah, the Greek yogurt, get that. <laughs> it's a whole process when I'm, was, when I was home this summer, when I was home this summer, every time you'd be like, oh, it tastes protein shake. It's a, it's, it's perfect. Taste it. And I'm like, all <laughs> I can taste is peanut butter. <laughs> I like getting a hint of peanut butter. I like barely taste peanut butter anymore because I freaking ate so much of it. Um, Kurt, yeah. Kurt came home the other weekend and he, he's like, make me a protein shake because he knows I, I'll make it really good. And so I made him one and he enjoyed it. But yeah, that's a, that's something that I'd like to, to use it as, as kind of a, as a, a trophy or as a, you know, a medallion for, for working out today. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. I love my protein shakes too. I don't, I, Mine's usually my breakfast, and I usually stick to uh, uh, frozen fruit. So right now I have – well, I love this summer because this summer was amazing. We went and uh, picked a, a shitload of blackberries at our prop at our family property. I'm still so we using had a those. lot of frozen blackberries. Yeah, still using them. Yeah, yep. so we use that. I always have – I don't use a full banana. I usually use like a quarter or a half banana. Yeah, you don't need much uh, banana to get the right, flavor. No, no. But I like the banana because it makes it really creamy and smooth. But yeah, the a banana also has a lot of sugar, so I try not to. I don't need a whole a whole banana in it. But right now I have uh, strawberry, blackberry, raspberry mix, frozen fruit, and then I I use One Up Nutrition products. That's what I'm using right now, and I use their. Uh, it's called Greens and Red. So it's like a supplement to to kind of fill for your green vegetables and red fruit, even though I have fruit in there. Uh, <laughs> and then right now I actually am happy. I'm taking whey protein cause I have a mint chocolate chip. So it's delicious. <laughs> and then I put some ice, some water in there and blend it. And it's like a special treat in the morning. It's amazing. I love it. Post-workout. Oh yeah. That's a good brand. Um, I just, I use a lot of uh, GNC's products as, Mostly because they're on the cheaper end and and they taste pretty good and they have what I'm looking for low sugar and and 25 grams of protein per scoop so it's it's your it's your choice um, I've tried probably like seven or eight different uh, proteins now and I mean they're all pretty much similar there's there are some brands that are way worse than others but if you do a little research you you'll find a good brand. Um, so on the, on the, on the note of supplements, I just wanted to say that, um, supplementing something is never going to be as good as actually eating the whole food version of it or getting it in that way. That's the optimal way to do it. It's just, um, I know that a lot of people's lives are, are busy and 
they don't might not have time to prepare a ton of food so um, we're just talking about supplements as as something that you can use in in a way like that to to kind of um, get something that you may be lacking supplement yeah yeah exactly not to just completely replace meals I think that's a, a misconception is you can do these I think uh, I always see women getting targeted for stuff like that where they're like, oh, I lost 20 pounds in two months on mm-hmm. Shakeology. I'm sorry. I don't I have a little bit of Shakeology. I'm just thinking of something <laughs> like some name like that. But yeah. Where you just pretty much, you pretty much just drink two meals a day and then you only eat one. And well, yeah, I mean, you're neglecting a lot of things, a lot of nutrition, whole foods and, and raw vegetables, raw everything. So it's a way to supplement where you're you're missing something, or it's a way to supplement when you're working out really hard. It's not a lifestyle that you can sustain forever, and and that's kind of the goal in in, in nutrition is you want to be able to sustain it so that when you lose that weight, you can keep it off, and and you can be at a healthy weight that you want to be. And doing that through actual diet and actual food is is always going to be more beneficial for you. Yeah, definitely. I hate um I hate seeing and more satisfying. What's that? And more satisfying. Yeah, definitely. Like You'll, there's, uh, nothing better, there's nothing better than getting a good workout and then a nice clean meal afterwards too and, and just make you feel it makes you makes you feel mentally even better because you know what you're putting into your body and you know that it's going it's going to have a bad effect on you. Yeah, I totally agree. Uh I hate seeing people um, pretty much just getting rid of meals in the day or, or getting rid of, um, foods just to have a protein shake because it, it seems like a weight loss, um, a, a way to lose weight and it, yeah, you might lose weight, but that's because you're, you're fucking diarrheaing every two hours because you haven't had a solid food in, in days, you know, it's just like, you should never fully just rely on on something like protein powder to to keep you full and get you through a day it's it's not sustainable it's it's not the way to go your body needs food your body will perform so much better with good meals too um we we just use protein shakes mostly for snacks or or to get our protein intake up i know you use it for breakfast a decent amount but it's not like you're fully replacing your meal every day with a with a protein shake that's like once yeah. in a while and and usually you're you can add like oats and and you know some different things in there that that are good carbs to to start your day too and that's not to say like you can't supplement that at lunch like there's nothing wrong with having a protein shake at lunch but also have some have have some small snacks with you too have a little a little bit to eat as well not just solely uh solely a, a powdered shake have some have some you know some almonds or some simple carbs that that you can you can refuel a little bit your uh, through the day because there's nothing i wouldn't it, that's much more encouraging to do that than to go get a big mac from mcdonald's and eat that for lunch you know agree agree um the only one of the only other supplements that i uh like to recommend to people and that I do take myself is uh, creatine. Um, creatine is is a muscle building supplement. It's it's usually um, 
unflavored and uh, you can you can buy it pretty cheap at Walmart. That's a that's a great supplement to uh, to help repair muscles that I I definitely do recommend and that I've seen some uh, good results with. So other than other than protein, I feel like creatine is probably the one supplement, and then maybe your uh, BCAs, your branch chain amino acids, are are a good thing to supplement because most people lack on those too, but those are in a lot of foods too so if you're eating a lot of of good uh vegetables and and fruits and you're eating good proteins like you'll you'll usually get those in your diet already you don't need to supplement them but um yeah that's pretty much the the things i stick to and i just try to stay away from telling people like oh this is going to help you so much or this is this is going to be a supplement that will change help change your body style like it's just it's just it's not like that to me I, I want to teach people the healthy ways of eating and and how to get uh, how to get their nutrients through food because it's so yeah. much better I agree I agree 100% I've always felt that way as well it's like I'd much rather you your nutrition overall than just just trying to supplement but those are some really good basic ones really understanding it's a good that's it's a good starting place and then understanding your own body and what your own needs are and learning about yourself because i think there are some supplements out there like that are going to be really beneficial for certain people but not for me mm -hmm. you know so it's really understanding your own body and your own needs and and, and educating yourself on what's out there and what you can use to help yourself nutritionally to make yourself feel better and, and perform better and not every everybody's the same everybody everybody is everybody is different so figuring out and learning what you need versus what I need like what Becky takes on a daily basis is much different you know I feel good but for her she supplements in different areas to help her feel better so yeah that's also important to understand it's not that we we don't think you should just only take protein and only take BCAs, only take creatine and, and eat the rest of your meals and try to get everything there. Like if there's something, explore that and educate yourself and find a good source of it. And, and, and we're not discouraging that whatsoever. We just, I just don't know what your need is versus my need. So I'm educating myself for me and you can do the same for you. Exactly. So, um, I think that's a, a pretty good uh, point to end on, and I thought we covered uh, warm-ups and cool-downs pretty well, as long as what uh, supplements usually are go along with them or are kind of uh, seen as seen as ways to help with them. So, you have anything else to add? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, I think if if you're ever looking for a good warm-up or some good some good warm-up ideas there's lots of different uh like you said there's lots of different yoga videos that are great for warm-ups there's lots of different little youtube videos for warm-ups we have lots of ideas on our own so if for some new ideas or a way to kind of get started on it uh there's lots of resources out there for you and also the same with cool downs definitely uh hopefully soon we'll uh have a a familiar strangers um instagram to plug uh that should be pretty soon, right, Josh? We're thinking about doing that, and yes, for sure. Um, yep, we uh, see this as something that we can keep up and doing every week, and and enjoy talking about and and helping people uh, with the with fitness and nutrition. So 
with that being said, uh, thank you for listening, and we appreciate it. Happy Valentine's Day. Yeah, and happy V-Day.